Welcome to today's uh, episode of the Glowing Embers podcast. And we kind of, um, yeah, we feel like we're, a, I, don't, I don't know what it feels like. It feels like we've been let loose because today um, Paul <laughs> is with us. So it's, it's, myself, it's me, Jane, it's Marie and it's Lorna. Hello. Hello. So <laughs> yeah, we've been let loose. So who knows where this will go, but we will stick to the, you know, we will, we'll, we'll share some of the insights because it was a really, um, yeah, interesting and um kind of I don't know motivating uplifting challenging all of those words conversation um as ever we started with a song and uh Marie you're gonna kind of give us an insight into what the song was and where it came from as well yeah it's a song called Strange Birds Passing by John Luther Adams and the New England Conservatoire and I heard it this morning on Radio Free. Um, and they played it immediately after they had read the Friday poem, which was Try Not to Face the Mutilated World by Adam Dagadriski, like a Driski, I think. Um, which just, I just thought it was great because it kind of touched on things are not great, but they are great, they're not great, but they are great. Um, and the song itself is very calming and obviously, you know, it, what the words, strange words passing in the title in nature and it made me think about two things it made me think about the solar eclipse this week and about how everybody can see something in the world in a different place but the same thing and you know words passing over like that kind of feels like that to me as well um, but also you know we've got the G7 summit in Cornwall right now and it feels like we've got some strange words passing through right now indeed and are you going to read us the poem or will you read us the poem because Lorna, yeah, Lorna hasn't heard it so this will be a nice yeah. a nice real extension to the campfire yeah, yeah perfect thank you so, try to praise the mutilated world try to praise the mutilated world remember June's long days and wild strawberries drops of rosy wine the nettles that methodically overgrow the abandoned homesteads of exiles. You must praise the mutilated world. You watch the stylish yachts and ships. One of them had a long trip ahead of it, while salty oblivion awaited others. You've seen the refugees going nowhere. You've heard the executioners sing joyfully. You should praise the mutilated world. Remember the moments when we were together in the white room and the curtain fluttered. Return and through to the concert where music glared. We gathered acorns in the park in the autumn and leaves eddied over the earth's scars. Praise the mutilated world and the grey feather a thrush lost and the gentle light that strays and vanishes and returns. That's so beautiful. Thank you. There are some really, really gorgeous imagery in there. Well, I think How that... did you get from that to democracy? Well, I, yeah, that was I Paul's th- question. That was just Paul's <laughs> provocation, I think, which he'd already decided he was going to ask. When yeah. he but he was asking it because Karen and Paul are going on holiday. So Karen and Paul are going on holiday. And again, I think the poem, again, that they remember June's long days, you know, and that kind of juxtaposition between 
the stylish yachts and, and, and the not so stylish things that the refugees are in and all that kind of stuff made me think right then we were going on a lot of trips. So he was basically asking, well, they're gone, you know, is this a democratic space? Do we need others to host? Or, you know, what, what, or what? You know, so that's where the provocation is this a democratic space came from. And so you spent quite a lot of time talking about what democracy is and was the space democratic, but really what they really wanted to know was a different question. Is that right? Which in itself is really interesting because two for two reasons. One, because actually the discussion we had was a typical campfire discussion where there wasn't really any answers. There was more questions raised. There was some really interest. So we had a couple of new, um, uh, I don't know, campfire guests. Attend- I don't know. <laughs> yeah. what, do you, what, do you, what do you call? What do you call us? Yes. We rock up to the campfire. Um, groupies. I don't know. Um, that was, but that was part of the, yeah camp, well, that was that was all part of the discussion what are we what is this space um so yeah there was some really interesting um it, it led us on a um a curious discussion where we were introduced to um lots of different aspects of well what is you know actually I think Leslie said that the more democratic we allegedly become as a country maybe the less democratic we actually are so there were some real discussions about the difference between theoretically what democracy is and actually what we see in practice and you know do we need this space to be democratic so the conversation itself was you know was as ever a typical campfire conversation which kind of prompted all over the place um but equally what was really interesting was why do why do we ask that question and as you say marie it turns out to be well, actually, we need to know what to do for the next three weeks, yeah. <laughs> which is just I, like, this is great. Yeah, I think there's, I think for me, the, uh, the questions you asked, Jane, and some of the stuff that Claire said about democracy was really, really important. And also, I really liked Hanukkah sharing with us some of the Dutch models, because essentially, democracy is about decision making. And I think we in the Western world have decided that democracy is good. Therefore, nobody wanted to say this is not a democratic space because they thought that that then meant the space is not good. When actually, it's not a democratic space because it's not a space to make decisions. And democracy is all about appointing others to make decisions on your behalf. So I don't think the campfires are a democratic space because they're not about appointing people to make decisions on our behalf. Mm. And nobody wanted to say no. And Paul kept kind of provoking us in the chat just give us a yes or no. And I think most people want to say yes because they didn't want to be seen to say democracy is a bad thing. But I think that's a very Western point of view. And mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm curious, Lorna, because you you were a, you, you you joined us halfway through. So uh-huh. I'm curious from your perspective, having us having like set up this conversation and you how does it feel or how did it feel to kind of jump into a conversation that you sort of knew what was going on but you didn't really well that was fine I I kind of am quite used to not knowing what's going on anyway um so that was fine oh we're having this is the first technical difficulty ever oh hang on Lorna we've lost you Lorna (laughs) (laughs) what so I asked that and it turned out that that's that. What have I gone? Am I back? You're back. You're, you're back. back. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're back. We'll leave that in because oh, that's that's yeah. real life. But we knew you weren't going to be democratic, so we decided to push you out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just, 
I, I, you know, a word you understand and know really well, and you use it all the time. And then a bit like when you try to explain how you tie your shoelaces, when you think about it really hard, you can't, I was like, well, what is it? What is democracy? And actually, I don't think I know. I know what it's supposed to be. And I just got stuck in the loop of that and enjoyed listening to people make their their thoughts or not thoughts. And I was like, I'm right on the, the fence with this one. I actually think it's, it, it, it's a gray it's a gray area, um, which, to be honest, there are very few closed questions where you can give a yes or no answer. And I mean, it's a bit of a cop out to say it is yes and no, but that's where I am on the fence. So I, I kind of came came in on the fence, left on the fence, <laughs> and, and I think stuck that, on the fence. Yeah, and I think that was there was an effort, and for me, I. You know, I think I, one of the quest, my first question was, well, I can't, or my observation was actually, I don't actually know what a democratic space is. Therefore, all I can comment on is my experience of this space and describe how I feel and what this space is. And then, you know, where, where I'm left is, well, the question that I'm maybe taking on for the next week is, why do we feel the need to label so much stuff? Mm. You know, that there's almost a pressure often. And actually, we've worked out there was a really simple reason why we, why we, why that question arose, and why you know why we maybe need, and it wasn't about labelling the space, but in a broader um, life perspective, we you know we do need to, we need to give things names and be certain, and and, and actually what I really do like we? about the space, I don't know, that feels like a pressure. There feels maybe yeah, in my you're head. saying we need to, but actually yeah. at the end of it, once we knew why the question was asked, we were like, all right, fine, well you know let's just run it ourselves. Very true. Very true. Hence us just like being let loose and taking off on going where this. And yeah. I'm I'm going to have to like the very the very sad news that we Lorna you missed this duck watch. So mm. yeah, we've had sad news in duck watch that one of the American coots, the adults, actually got run over. Oh no, that's horrible. Killed. Why are you ending with that? No, I'm not because what we also <laughs> found out from this campfire was that Leslie is one of the most positive people because anything dramatic. There's always a positive. So there's a new egg in the nest. Oh. And so we had oh. what we learned from Sophie is that chickens take three weeks to hatch and ducks take four weeks. So Leslie is now looking for new life. So there's a bit of a cyclical thing about. Yeah. And actually, I think a thing that has been popping up in podcasts has been how we need to talk more about death in, in a normalised way and to make it part of everyday conversation. So, and maybe I should take back my, oh, you know, that's horrible. Because maybe that's, maybe it isn't horrible. Maybe it's just an inevitability. There is death just as there is life. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a bit deep. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for on a, on a, on a Friday campfire. And um, as ever, we finished with a tune. And was it a Kenny tune this week? It was Kenny, it was. but it was seconded by, I think, but Marie, did you second it? And I thirded it. I think lots of people did. Everybody likes Leonard Cohen, surely. Well, I've got, I put this in the chat that it's only thanks to these spaces and these people that I've met that I realise Leonard Cohen is so much more than Hallelujah. So I don't know if, I, you know, that's, that feels like a very vulnerable oh, yeah. thing to put out there and very, very um, brave thing to confess <laughs> to. <laughs> My favourite when Cohen track is dancing to the end of the world, actually, which is mm. also incredibly dark because it's about death. Yeah. It's actually about death change. I like everybody knows. What was your one again, Marie? Oh, dancing to the dancing to the end of the world is my favourite when Cohen track, which is very yeah. dark. 
Yeah, so I am going to uh, search on my chosen uh, music platform of choice, which might be Spotify, it might be Amazon, who knows, it might be YouTube. Um, but yeah, I'll go and have a listen to Leonard Cohen. But we finished on Leonard Cohen Democracy, which kind of felt like the only way to, to appropriately finish a campfire. Um, but that's it. Any last words from either of you? Or what else? What have I missed? What have we missed? What do I we need? What do we need pants. to say? <laughs> I promise not to. So I didn't. We'll just leave that hanging. Pants, and that can be yeah. you know if you need an incentive to join us uh, at the very democratic space. We're actually next Friday, next Wednesday and Friday. We don't know who's hosting because what we agreed was we'll just see what happens on the day. So we could be talking about anything. If you want latest Duckwatch news, Leslie will be there next Friday. Um, but if you just want to talk about anything, join us via Eventbrite, Creative Bravery, Wednesday and Friday. So Marie, Lorna, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Pleasure. In my dreams, it's with me all the time.